This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability. on to put yourself into the championship four for a shot to win the championship. You gotta be able to make sure that you're ready to rock and roll. Literally what you've worked your whole life for to be a champion. Welcome in to NASCAR America, everybody, presented by Mobile One. Carol Lomano, joined from NBC Charlotte by our Dale Jarrett. Only three races remaining in the 2018 season. DJ, I have a feeling I may know the answer, but what is your number one storyline heading into Texas? <laughs> yeah, Carolyn, I think that it's just a carryover from Martinsville, and I think that the thing that I'm looking at is how does Martin Truex Jr. rebound uh, from last weekend? He looked like that he had uh, that ticket of his that he was looking for right there in hand uh, at Martinsville to move into the championship four. But as we can see here, we'll go all the way back to the Roval uh, at Charlotte at the end of uh, round one, and, and he got taken out there. Uh, he's within a couple of hundred feet of getting to the start finish line at Martinsville the other day uh, when he and Logano got together. Uh, a lot going on that we also know that this race team is going completely away in just a few weeks. So can they put everything together? How is he going to be mentally ready and prepared whenever he gets to Texas? I think I know that answer because I think he's going to be a very determined driver to show everyone that he is ready to be a part of the championship battle again at Homestead Miami in just a few weeks. Truex opened up about the incident today. He opened up about the potential for payback as well. We're going to have those comments for you shortly. But first, the president of Texas Motor Speedway, Eddie Gossage, joins us now by phone. Eddie, good to have you with us. It seems like Martinsville is the gift that keeps on giving. How does a storyline like this affect the weekend for you? Well, it certainly brings the spotlight to uh, the sport, you know, and, and it's it, it, you want a lot of interest. We got a lot of interest. Uh, it's just a, at times for us, it's a tough one because I look at this particular situation coming out of Martinsville, and you can argue that it's this driver or it's that driver. And, you know, I don't want to make the argument either way, but as I look at it, it I can't make either one of them the heavy because neither of them are, are the kind of guy that carries the heavy role, you know, the bad guy role. Joey Logano is a good guy. Martin Truex is a good guy. Who do you put in a black hat? And you, you need a black hat in any rivalry. So it's kind of hard to, to do much with it, but we just keep bringing attention to the fact that it happened, and the next race is Texas. Eddie, Dale Jarrett, I know that you do uh, as much as you possibly can to bring the attention and get everything uh, surrounding the races, give the fans a, a great show there. But you're also doing something a little different this weekend, and this really intrigued me a few weeks ago when I heard that uh, Carl Edwards is, is going to be there this weekend back at a racetrack for one of the very few times since he announced his retirement. But he's going to be uh, inducted into the Texas Motorsports Hall of Fame there on Saturday. And I, I know that this is really something you want to do, but there's no underlying factor here that you're trying to get him back in a race car, right? <laughs> well, we'd all love to see Carl back in a race car, but, you know, truth is, is, is I called him and, and told him that this 
the Texas Motorsports Hall of Fame is voted on by media members from across the state of Texas, and he had been selected, he and Elio Castroneves from IndyCars, uh, because of what they had accomplished here at Texas Motor Speedway, and that there was an induction ceremony on Saturday, November 3rd, you know, of our, of our NASCAR triple header weekend, and uh, would you would you attend? And he said, sure. I said, well, you know, you, I know you don't go to racetracks much anymore. He goes, nobody calls me. So <laughs> <laughs> we just, I just happened to call him, and, and Carl and I have always got along just fine. He said, sure, I'll be there, and that's all it took. So uh, we're looking forward to inducting him, and I think he's going to stroll through the garage for a little bit and see old friends, whether it's drivers, crew members, team owners, whoever, and say hello, and, and then he's off to uh, something with his wife, I think, down in South Texas that weekend. So uh just worked out for us. But uh, who wouldn't like to see him back in the car? But I I haven't broached that subject with him. That's um, He'll figure that out if he wants to or doesn't. But I, I tend to think he's probably done. I don't know what you think, Dale, but I tend I, to think he is. Yeah. yeah, I'd have to agree with you there. We haven't heard anything to the contrary, although all it takes is a phone call, apparently, from Eddie, and that's why you are the promoter <laughs> that you are. This, this race, Eddie, is, is placed perfectly at what always seems to be such a playoff turning point. I don't know if that's coming off the hills of, heels of Martinsville or the fact that you guys have just a couple races until Homestead, but how valuable is it for you to have so much on the line in a race like this? Well, I, I think as you look at the, at the round of eight, uh, the the – you have to win. There, there's no second place. You know. I mean, I know that there's one position available if if you have three different winners in this round. There's one position available at Homestead. But if you're a driver or a team, you come into this race. The only option for you is to win. And I like that intensity and that because it tends to cause things to happen, whether uh, whether they're they're good or bad. They're fun to watch. You know, you're either going to see these champions rise to the occasion or fail miserably. Either way, that's drama, and we like watching drama. That's why we tune in to sports and, and, and other entertainment. Uh, I like being in this round. I think it's a great place. The only place better would be to be the championship race, and um, maybe we should address that at some point. But <laughs> but it's a good place to be. And, you know, in this market, this is such an important market, fourth largest in the country. You've got to have something special, something different to stand out in this busy, busy, busy market. So um, I, it's a good place to be. Uh, and, and we're making the most of it as we can. Eddie, I, I know that you have uh, three great days of, of racing with the trucks on Friday night, but I want to bring up Saturday's Xfinity race a little bit, and I know that, that college football is huge uh, in your state, as is high school football. But Saturday, the Xfinity race, we, we don't have anyone that's moved through yet uh, in that, so there's going to be two in on points. But there's a driver that I know that's a good friend of yours, uh, Elliot Sadler, leading the points in the Xfinity side right now. Uh, this is going to be his last race at, at Texas. Uh, I know that probably means something a little more to you, especially as Elliot's won a cup race there. Well, I was going to say, Elliot did win a cup race here, and uh, yeah, uh, you know, we're going to recognize Elliot during pre-race ceremonies. I've got a little gift for him. Um, <laughs> it's not a horse or ponies or anything like that, <laughs> like uh, Jeff Gordon or Dale Earnhardt. But uh, but we we'd be remiss if we didn't do something to uh, thank Elliot for all the great times so, to celebrate his career with him uh, here during our pre-race ceremonies. So um, yeah, I. I, I hate to see Elliot go just because I enjoy what he's brought to the sport on the racetrack and off the racetrack. Uh, he's a great champion for the sport, and uh, we're going to miss him. And, and I, you know, he's taught me a whole new langu language. Um, <laughs> 
uh, I think he's taught all of us a whole new language. So it's good to, uh, I, I enjoy being around Elliot. You know, Eddie, we can't let you go without hitting on the monstrosity that has been titled the Taternator that's going to be at the concession stand this weekend. This thing <laughs> is a whopping $12. What are fans getting for their buck here? Well, it's a baked potato, and it's got a pound and a half of barbecue beef brisket on it with some barbecue sauce, macaroni and cheese, some jalapenos. Basically, the chef here, Lincoln Engstrom, Chef Lincoln, went to the refrigerator to the baked potato and just kind of cleaned out the, the refrigerator. It, 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 it really tastes awesome. So it, it's, it's spectacular, but I think it's more than any one person can eat. So go with your friends, get a, get a baconator, and a, a, a baked potato. I'm saying it all wrong. You had it right. Get one of those, and you'll have a good time. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> split it in half or something goes six bucks each if you can manage it. Eddie Gossage, always the savvy promoter that you are. We're looking forward to the weekend. I know you are too. Thanks for being with us. We're going to have fun. Thank you. Thanks, Eddie. A reminder, coming up at 530 Eastern, we are going to bring you the Dale Jr. download, so make sure you stay with us for that. That is coming up in just a couple minutes. But up next, Eddie Gossage once promoted Texas as the home of left turns and right crosses. We're going to revisit the track's wildest moments from 22 years of NASCAR racing. Stay right here. We'll be right back. NASCAR America is brought to you by Mobile One Annual Protection. Proven protection for 20,000 miles. A taternator-sized showdown on tap for the weekend, and that means pretty big. The Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series playoffs hit in Texas Motor Speedway Sunday, 3 Eastern, right here on NBCSN is where you need to be. We cannot wait. Meantime, this day in NASCAR history, we go back 20 years to a thrilling finish at Rockingham. DJ, you had a dominant car here. You led a race high 195 laps. Did you get the ones that mattered? Nope, nope. <laughs> Once again, uh, Jeff Gordon taught me another lesson. You would have thought after a few races of leading the most laps and him getting the trophy and the checkered flag that I might have learned. I eventually did. I eventually did. But it wasn't on this day in 1998. Matter of fact, uh, Jeff Gordon won 13 times uh, during this championship year. This clinched the championship that year. And he taught me another lesson on this day. But, uh, uh, you know, it was always great racing with him, battling with him for, for race wins. He won a lot more than I did. But uh, it, it was some good battles and uh, uh, good championships to, to race for. But I always enjoyed that uh, battle with him. Well, the good news is you'd only have to wait another year before getting a title <laughs> of your own, though. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, th uh, good things were, were on the horizon there. Uh, he just made it very, very difficult. All right, with that, let's see which moments made the top five at Texas. We start with the spring 2014 race, DJ. This ended early for Dale Earnhardt Jr. Clipping yeah, the triangle on grass here. Yeah, our Dale Jr., you can see. And it's always difficult. That's a very tight uh, turn right there, even though it's on the, the front straightaway. Uh, but you can see he got down his, uh, in the grass with the splitter. Uh, the car caught on fire, so it wasn't one of his best days. Ones I'm sure that he would like to forget, but we've all been through those situations. Number four marked the first ever cup race at Texas back in 97. This was won by our friend Jeff Burton, but not before a big wreck on the first lap. You yeah, were in this one too, yeah. Yeah, I was lucky to be on the pole because we didn't have qualifying and I was leading the points at the time. So uh, I was able to miss all of this. 13 cars involved. Uh, not the way that they wanted to get this uh, race started off, but it happened. And then Jeff Burton uh, went on to, to get his first cup victory in the, on this afternoon. Number three, the fall 2010 race, hard racing between Jeff Burton and Jeff Gordon. 
Yeah, they'd been racing pretty hard, and then the caution came out, and Gordon actually slowed down. I don't think Jeff Burton got checked up quick enough. Then they got out and decided to handle things a little differently. It wasn't like it was a heavyweight match or anything, but uh, I think they had to go in the same ambulance there. But here's number two from Spring 2008 qualifying. This was really scary. Michael McDowell lost control in turn one, suffered a vicious crash. Yeah, this is, you know, we talk about the speeds at Texas, and you're going to be hearing about that again this weekend. But Michael McDowell, uh, in his qualifying lap, went down into turn one. You can see uh, speeds over 200 miles per hour. Just a little miscalculation. The car got a little bit loose. Uh, scary roll, but he was okay. Yeah, walked away with that injury there. And at the top of our list, the 2014 playoff race, Jimmy Johnson was the winner. But a little post-race fireworks here as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we had the fireworks on the track as they had things going on there, uh, battling hard. Then Kevin Harvick comes in. Looked like there were some words between Gordon Keselowski. Harvick decided they need to be a little bit closer. Maybe they couldn't hear each other. And then things broke out there, as you can see. Uh, a lot going on. I'm not sure any punches ever got thrown there. <laughs> but who knows what we might see. After what we saw at Martinsville last weekend, who knows what's up uh, this weekend. A lot at stake. They do say everything's bigger in Texas, so maybe that includes the melee as well. I don't know. <laughs> uh, the question now is who's going to write the next chapter in the history of Texas Motor Speedway? Most say that it is going to be one of NASCAR's big three. Kyle Busch, Martin Truex Jr., and Kevin Harvick have dominated on mile and a half this season, winning seven of nine races so far. But a victory on Sunday means so much more than that. It means a spot in the championship four at Miami. Our biggest key is to, is to win, and I think we've, we've run so well uh, in, in the playoffs. We've won a bunch of stages, uh, scored a bunch of points, but the results um, need, to, need to finish the day. You know, I think our, our best track is, is, for me, I think is probably Texas. Kevin Harvick can check Texas off the winless tracks. Damn, it's good to be in victory lane here at Texas. He is now a part of the championship four. This round lines up well for us. We've battled a lot of adversity. Truex gets tagged! There's nothing you can do about guys running you over. The 2017 champion, will he get the bumper? Yes, he does! We should be in victory lane right now. Everybody said we're out. Uh, our team's shutting down, so we can't make it to the championship four. Here we stand with a chance to go back to Homestead, so all is well, and uh, it's reset. We're ready to go again. We've been good at Texas. Kyle Busch will pick up his first victory of 2018 at Texas Motor Speedway. Yeah, awesome, awesome job. And that guarantees him a place in the playoffs. This is a perfect round for us. I feel like it's actually one of our best rounds that we have through the playoffs. I'm really looking forward to this one and um, hopefully being able to get a win, get ourselves locked into Homestead and be able to go race for a championship. So much at stake this weekend, and as you can see, Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, and Martin Truex Jr. were a familiar sight in victory lane for most of the year. But over the last 10 races, the trio has managed only a single win in that span. Back to our top story heading into the weekend, DJ, that you identified at the top of the show. We have an update, and we promised you, and we want to bring it to you. Martin Truex Jr. actually spoke with respected NASCAR journalist Bob Pockers today. He said that he is not, DJ, going to change the way that he races based on what happened on Sunday at Martinsville. He said that he also initiated a conversation with Logano over text and that things have changed between them. He said, I wouldn't just wreck somebody to win a championship, just like I wouldn't wreck somebody to win a race. I am who I am. I race how I race. Does that surprise you at all, DJ? 
No, that doesn't surprise me at all. That, that's who Martin Truex is and, and what he's about, and, and I appreciate that. And I think that's what we need to understand, that everybody's not the same out here. Everybody goes about their business in, in a little different manner. Uh, but the one thing that I would take would not take away from that if I were a competitor of Martin Truex Jr. to thinking that Martin Truex Jr. is soft. That's not what he's saying at all. I promise you, you're going to have a battle on your hand if you go up against Martin Truex Jr. He's just going to go about trying to win the races in a little bit different manner. But don't think you can just go push him around and not get something in return. I promise you, when he's racing Joey Logano the next time, it's going to be completely different. It's not that he may move him out of the way. Probably he's not going to wreck him because that's just not his style. But you're going to have a battle. He's going to make things difficult. You can do all of that and not be a dirty driver. And I'm not calling Joey Logano a dirty driver because I don't think that was a dirty move. I think that was racing and that's the way that he chooses to do things. So uh, I appreciate Martin and uh, yeah, I really appreciate when I read that he reached out to Logano uh, to talk and then go through this and they have an understanding of how they're going to race each other. Now, Martin Truex Jr. will be fired up and ready to go this weekend and he'll be a factor in this race on Sunday. Back to the numbers that we just showed about the big three, DJ. You know that this might be the chip that Martin Truex Jr. needed on his shoulder heading into the weekend. But overall, when you look at Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch, who do you give the edge to still? Uh, I still think that, that what I've seen in the playoffs, that, that uh, you know certainly Kyle Busch has been good, but Kevin Harvick has had some dominant cars where pit road issues have just taken possible wins away from him. So when we saw that one for 10 that they were, they were a little bit skewed because we've seen the two times that Martin Truex was within a couple of hundred feet of getting a victory, and he didn't get that uh, in either case. And then Harvick has, has had dominating cars at Kansas and Dover, and they've had pit road issues. So it might have could have been five of those tens, they'd still be on a pretty good pace. I really believe this race comes down to the big three, uh, and I believe Harvick is the, the, the man to beat in this situation. All right, well, coming up, we are going to switch gears to the Xfinity Series playoffs. Two weeks ago at Kansas, a lap one wreck shook up the championship picture. Both Christopher Bell and Justin Allgaier are now finding themselves racing for their playoff lives. Can both of those drivers turn things around this weekend? That conversation is coming up next. Stay with us. Take a look at one of the top moments from this season brought to you by Coca-Cola. It happened this past weekend at Martinsville. Joey Logano getting the best of Martin Truex Jr. after that memorable duel at the end. Logano led 309 laps. He barely beat Denny Hamlin and Truex across the finish line. First time in these playoffs that the driver who led the most laps actually won the race. We're going to see if this weekend's ending will be even better. But it's not the only race of the weekend, so let's switch gears and talk a little Xfinity. You have to be completely selfish. Your only goal is to go out there and win the championship. You have to be aggressive, but I think you have to be very selfless um, in that aggression. You do really have to be selfish in the playoffs because you can only control your own destiny. You have to be the aggressor. Um, if you're not, and you're not selfish, you're gonna have a hard time getting homesick. Race two in the Xfinity Series round of eight on Saturday. Two weeks ago, John Hunter Nemechek won at Kansas, leaving all four spots in the championship race up for grabs. Elliott Sadler atop the leaderboard, only 14 points above the cut line. Christopher Bell currently in the final transfer spot by a single point over Matt Tiff. So, DJ, you brought up Elliott Sadler to Eddie Gossage earlier in the show, leading the way in what has become a very, very tight points race as we head to Texas. 
Yeah, I mean, my gosh, I, you could make a case for seven of those guys could get in uh, just by their points. Uh, obviously, there's going to be two spots open uh, because of that win by John Hunter Nemechek. So uh, points racing is going to be a part of it. And when I say that, I mean stage racing, good hard racing there, get as many points as you possibly can. Austin Cindric probably has to win uh, one of these next two races uh, to, to get himself in to be part of the championship four. So uh, this is going to be great. But Sadler, you know, he's got a, a long winless streak uh, going right now. He would like nothing better than to break that in that streak by winning, going on and make, being a part of that championship four and trying to get that first Xfinity championship before he retires. Based on how tight this is, could the wreck at Kansas that really set the tone for this round and Justin Allgaier and Christopher Bell really put them in a tough spot be the defining moment in these playoffs when it comes to shaking things up? Yeah, yeah, that's what we're looking at right now, uh, Carolyn. But the very same thing can happen on a restart, uh, probably not the start of the race at Texas, hopefully. Uh, but we can see a late race restart uh, at either Texas this weekend or at Phoenix. Uh, kind of yield the same thing. So how much is it going to shake up? These drivers understand what's at stake right now. This is their opportunity to go grab uh, a win and try to, to race for a championship in just a few, week and, few weeks in Homestead, Miami. So uh, this racing isn't going to calm down just because they had an incident there on the first lap. But right now, that's the defining moment. What will step up and be the next? couple defining moments last night on Halloween. Let's make a social pit stop and take a look at how some of the drivers and their kids is celebrated. These are just too cute. Kyle Busch's family repping the TJ show, the TV show PJ Masks. I'm going to have to ask my nephews about this one, DJ. This is very popular for the two to four-year-olds. Um, how about Jimmy Johnson's family going with the Star Wars theme? By the way, Jimmy and Chad are going to be making their 600th start together at Texas. They always bring it. Yeah, Ryan Newman and the family trick-or-treating in style. Of course, Ryan Newman would get behind the wheel, DJ. <laughs> of you would, course, you would wouldn't just, expect <laughs> you anything have, less. <laughs> you would have it no other way. And then um, some great get-ups from Eric Amarola's family as well. Spider-Man, adorable little pirate. Um, speaking of family, by the way, the resemblance on this next one is scary. It's the oh, king, wow. Kyle Petty, and his son Overton, an adorable little lion. So Lion King there. Nice little play. And Kyle looks exactly like his father with the hat. That's just, that's yes, good stuff does. all around. What Amazing. a great day for kids everywhere. All right, coming up, we're going to reveal our fantasy picks for this weekend, as well as see who the experts in Las Vegas think had the best odds to win on Sunday at Texas. Stay with us. NASCAR America is brought to you by Mobile One Annual Protection. Proven protection for 20,000 miles. As we get ready for a wild weekend at Texas Motor Speedway, let's check out the odds for Sunday's race. The Westgate Las Vegas Superbook has Kevin Harvick as the favorite at 11-4. Harvick, of course, won last year's playoff race at Texas, so that's pretty decent odds. Uh, it's become a two-person battle among the NBC broadcasters in our NASCAR Fantasy Live action. Lee Diffie holding a 10-point lead over Marty Snyder, Steve Letarte in third, hoping that he can uh, maybe get in front of those two at some point. Jeff Burton and Dan Bieber rounding out the top five. Let's reveal our fantasy picks for this weekend, DJ. Who you got? Well, I, should they even be asking us, Carolyn? Should we put it since we weren't anywhere close to that page <laughs> Certainly there, not but. me, but maybe you are a Hall of Famer. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, I kind of went with the favorites here. You know, I, I think it's a Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick uh, type of weekend. I, I like Blaney and Keselowski to, to do a lot there. Uh, Going to have Truex hanging on there in case things happen, but uh, got Harvick winning out there. 
All right, so I am going out on a limb here, and I am picking Kurt Busch to win this thing. Went shocked yep. up front for the most part, and the Beeve told me to put uh, Brad Keselowski and Kyle Larson in as non-playoff drivers. I put Harvick in the garage because, let's face it, he's going to come out of there at some point. But I'm going to see what <laughs> Martin Truex Jr. brings to the table after a really fiery weekend, and they seem to be refocused. So I think it's entirely possible that they could assert themselves. As far as the bottom there, I went with Toyota as the manufacturer, and then just I just kind of switched it up a little bit, DJ. I mean, I, I am like way that. down in the fantasy dump, so I figured you might as well just go out and live. Yeah, am I right? That's smart. I like your thinking mm -hmm. there. Yeah. yeah. I was wondering who gave you your information or if that was just long hours of studying for you. Well, I always go to the Beeve on Roto World, yeah. and yeah. I'm doing terrible in the fantasy league, so <laughs> I figured, you know what, let's just throw, let's throw it all up in the air this weekend. It's Texas. Everything is bigger. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. <laughs> DJ, thanks for being with me. That's all from NASCAR America. Stay put. The Dale Jr. Download starts right now. We will see you over the weekend. Enjoy the download. We'll see you soon. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has same-day delivery on the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. Let the Home Depot help power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. For everything dad is, find the perfect gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Order select and stock items by 4 p.m. subject to availability.